0: Welcome everyone to another great episode of Brutally Honest. I would like to thank you all for tuning in, all those viewers, all those watchers, all those loyal supporters, and especially those that are listening to the podcast later on. I am your main host, Stitches NBC, and welcome to another beautiful episode of Brutally Honest. That was almost a tongue twister, right? Beautifully, beautiful, beautiful. But anyway, let's keep it going. Now, today we're actually going to be talking about a couple of certain things. Um, some of them are actually very serious. and Another one is just really eye opening and mind opening as well. Like yeah, know about the roommate zone you know the roommate zone if you guys are married if you have a living boyfriend a living girlfriend or something like that please let's all avoid the roommate zone and we're actually going to be talking about what is the roommate zone i know we've maybe some of you guys have heard about certain things as far as you know from soulmate to roommate and we believe that that's probably you know like when the passion fizzles down but we're gonna dive deep a lot deeper into it as we move forward with this show. Um, we're also going to be talking about um, how it's okay to be selfish. It, it, it's okay to put yourself first. But there is the difference between being selfish and being healthy selfish. We're going to distinguish those two and we're going to talk about those two as well and I would love for you guys to give me your opinions, your advice, um, your insights, your feedback. Um, if you guys agree with me, that's great. If you guys disagree with me, that's awesome too. At the end of the day, there's no need for us to be bickering and arguing with each other. We're all mature. If I disagree with you, the, the at the end of the day, the only thing I'm trying to do is really understand where it is that you're coming from. Maybe you can open my mind. Maybe I can open yours as well. Right? Let's talk about that. Another thing that I'm going to be talking about during the middle of the show is this question. I'm going to ask these, um you guys this too because I've actually been through this myself. You know, I actually been through a, a time where I actually got in a position where I've been in a long-term relationship and I want to break up with the girl, right? And the same day or the moment that I decide to break up with her, something happens. It's always something popping up. Now, we're not going to be talking about as far as, oh, my God, but Valentine's Day is around the corner. No, we, me and, and, and my partner, um, Brutal Keith, we've spoken about things like that. We're actually going to get a little bit more deeper as far as when they have a death in the family. You know, like, man, her mom, her dad, her, her brother, they just died. Are you still going to keep moving forward with breaking up with them? Or are you going to put your life on hold and be like, you know what? Maybe I should give it a little bit more time. Because it's not an easy question to answer. Now, at the end of the day, there is no right answer and there's no wrong answer. Whatever you guys want to do, just do it. I'm going to be here. I'm going to tell you guys about my experience when I when I went through that because I actually have both sides of the story, which is I actually stayed and put my life on hold. And another situation, I actually was like, you know what? It, Enough is enough. There's always something. Like, this is your third time your grandmother died. Like, you know, I'm just trying to help with a little bit. I, I, I break the ice a little bit. But you guys understand exactly what I mean. It's like there's always something. It's like, when is it the right time to break up with somebody? So that's a question at hand now. Everybody that's tune, um, tuning in, um, press 1 if it's live, 2 if it's a replay. I'm Tiffany, Erica, Brian, and Keith. Thank y'all all for tuning in. I fully appreciate it. Share it if you guys like. I will definitely appreciate it. Um, I'm just gonna be here giving you guys the contact. i worry about sharing it later and things like that at the end of the day We're here to provide a good show. Everybody that's on the show They're always prepared and they're always doing exactly what needs to be done. So we will never let you guys down So let's start the show it starts off like this The roommate zone now. What is the roommate zone? the room you go you know you guys know what a roommate is It's somebody that you just live in with right it might be your best friend it might be a, a family member or something like that that's your roommate you know it's two different worlds in that household when, when you have a roommate you it's yourself your world, your life, your personal life, everything that you're going through, and it's your roommate's life. Whatever he or she, whatever they're going through, whatever their world, their universe, their reality, whatever it's in their mind, it's completely separated, you feel me? And it's being that we're roommates, I'm not too deep involved into their own personal life the same way they're not so deep and involved into my personal life as well. So that's what roommates are. So when I'm talking about what's the roommate zone, Y'all already know what that is. You're just managing life together. You guys are just being being cordial. You guys are just um, living together, um, having great co-parenting. And and that's about it. That's exactly where it ends, the roommate zone, you know? Um, The roommate zone, which is when you turn from roommate to soulmate, it's really unintentional neglect. And what I mean by this is like, because we all have our our, our own lives. So in a situation where a married couple, a husband and a wife, let's just use that example as we're moving along. It's not limited to that example because, you know, you could have a living boyfriend, a living girlfriend, you could have a fiance, you could be have somebody that you've lived with for a while. You could be somebody that you're probably thinking of moving in together already. So... Let's try to apply everything that, you know, we're going to be learning with each other today into our own personal lives. But right now, we're going to use the example of a married couple. So now, it's called unintentional neglect because you're not intentionally neglecting your partner, you know? Just because y'all are in the roommate zone, just because y'all went from soulmate to roommate doesn't mean you guys don't love each other anymore. But what type of love is it? If you're already classifying your relationship as being roommates and not soulmate, then clearly the love has changed. And more than likely, you guys can disagree with me on this, it's the passion. The passion is no longer there. And if it is, it's not burning as how it used to be. The flame has distinguished and extinguished itself. How? How? We're gonna to to get to that too, because most likely it's time, it's most likely it's comfort, it's most likely content, most likely you're just used to the person. And like we said before, it's just unintentional neglect. So now the husband goes to goes on goes to work, comes home, and that's his life. He's worried about paying the bills, he's making sure everything's on time. Um, the mother, the wife, she's doing the same thing too. And it's like if you're going through life, you know, and we already know life can be extremely stressful, but how is it that you're gonna continue living your life and put all this stress let's say responsibility on you as far as and as i'm speaking as from a man's perspective like you know like you're a husband you're a man you're the man of the house we have a lot of responsibilities as far as Making sure the house is order, making sure the bills is on time, and things like that. Now, I'm not taking away from the wife because at the end of the day, it depends on what type of relationship it is. They both could be doing it, but maybe she's a stay-at-home mom and she's more taking care of the the house and the chores and the children, making sure that the the kids are good and things like that. You know. But I'm just saying, like. As in a married couple, whether you're the wife or you're the husband, we all got our own world, we all have our own reality, and we all have our own responsibilities to take care of. But the thing is, is that how do we take time apart from our own lives and our own stresses to actually share positivity, share the good days, share the good news with our partner? We don't do that. We we are so um, obsessed and overwhelmed with the things that we're going on through our life. That time progresses, and it was something I was telling my my, my dad um, today. Actually, he actually told me something about this is of um, semana semana santa um, Holy Week. And he was like, I don't remember the last time Holy Week was like this. You know, everybody's home. People can't can't drink, people can't party. It seems like people are really respecting it. Now he's kind of joking about it, but he's also being serious too. And I was like, for real, Dad, you never you've never gone through that in your whole life. He was like, actually, when maybe when I was little, now my dad, uh, he was born in 45. Uh, y'all do the math something something right so he was like nah it was actually when he was um, very little in the countryside in Dominican Republic it was always like that people wasn't even able to talk they was on um, silent and things like that and I was like well this is the thing that um as time progresses when you give somebody an inch they're eventually gonna take the whole yard and they're eventually gonna end up taking everything the whole mile afterwards and this is what I mean by that it's like let's say I have um so I'm raising my son My son's bedtime is 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock p.m. sharp, you feel me? So it's like, it's 10 o'clock, yo, Michael, go to bed. Michael's like, but dad, I'm almost done playing Fortnite, I'm almost done, can I just get five more minutes? Can I just get five more minutes? And we're like, "Ah, it's just five more minutes. Okay, Mike, go ahead, just play for five more minutes. And we keep letting this happen that all of a sudden it's not even 10 o'clock anymore, it's 11 and this is what I mean as far as unintentional neglect. A lot of times we feel like it's not that serious. A lot of times we feel like we don't have to hit up um, our partners in like, like, hey, I hope you have a good day. Or hit them up in the middle of the day because we're so busy with our time. You feel me? We don't want to hit them up like, hey, how are you doing? Or how was your day today, babe? Like, well, even when you get home, I understand we could be tired. We could be frustrated. We have a lot of stress on ourselves. We have a lot of responsibility. We have a lot of things that we have to take care of. But making sure that your partner, your mate, is good it's also part of our job as well, too, especially if you guys are married, especially if you guys make this agreement of sharing and building this life together. Um, thank everybody for tuning in. Hey, love, um, Bella, Haiti, Tanisha, everybody um, for tuning in. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you guys this question as I move forward with the show real quick. Is there ever a right time to break up with somebody? Because we're going to get to that. And I definitely want to hear you, you fe- um, your females and the males, too, that probably won't tune in because it's just me. I'm going to see a girl on the show, but oh well, we'll save that for later on. Now, so that's what it is. Now, a lot of you guys could probably feel like, um, what I mean as far as from soulmate to roommate, it's really like the passion fizzles down, where there is no more passion anymore, which is like you're just managing life together. You got a mortgage. You got car payments. You got kids. And it's like y'all yeah, just became friends and only friends. Is what I'm trying to say. Only friends, because there's nothing wrong with being friends with your partner in your relationship. Y'all should be friends, right? I should be able to trust each other. I should be able to have each other's back. I should be able to be vulnerable and open up to them as well, right? Cool. But I'm talking about that's it. All of y'all became friends. No, it has to be like your guys are still a couple. Like we, it's never gonna be easy. You feel me? The love can stay there. You probably always love that person, but are you in love with this person? Because those are a different thing. Are you still passionate towards this person, towards the fire that you guys created? Do you still have that same interest that you used to have, or are you just comfortable? If you feel like you guys are just comfortable in the situation you are, then I'm sorry to tell you guys, y'all in the roommate zone, Period. Oh, Julie, that's not keep. I know who that is. Oh, What's good? What's good? What's good, everybody? And you see seen some, some comments. Do so you guys feel like this? So there's never... Is there a right time to break up with somebody? Yes or no? Press 4 if you guys think there's a right time to break up with somebody. Press 5 if there's never a right time to talk to somebody. 4 if yes, 5 if no. Now... A lot of you guys will probably feel like it's not that bad to be comfortable with somebody, on um, be content in the situation you guys are. I mean, we're cordial. I mean, we're we're getting along. I mean, the kids are good. We're we're raising them. They don't. We're not even fighting or anything like that. Awesome. So the kids are growing up seeing their parents be friends, and that and that's and that's it. So that's the example we're setting for our kids now. We're setting for our kids the example that it's okay to just be with somebody and you don't really have to be in love with that person. Y'all could just be cool and that's enough for y'all. Y'all could disagree with me or agree with me if y'all want. But me personally, I don't believe that that's our life's purpose. (laughs) I don't believe that we should be comfortable with just trying to build something with somebody, the, the where you fall out of love, and just because you've reached a certain level with this person that you're comfortable, you guys got a house, or you got a, a, a nice car, or the other kids, and, and a nice picket fence, that you know what, I'm okay here, I'm okay here. No, and these are the after effects from that. Now, this is from facts, that I did some research, and <laughs> Keith was gonna be mind blown when I tell him this. It takes 11 years off of men. It takes eleven years off of a man's life when he's living in a when he's in a relationship where there's no trust and there's no fire and there's no passion in it. It takes off eleven years from men, and it also, as far as women goes, it creates um, emotional, mental, and psychological issues within women. Now, we could dive deep as far as why does it cause these issues, but we're all smart. We all know how it is. You're, you're, you're living your life with this void inside, of it, and where's that void? The void of still yearning and missing what you guys once had, what you guys was once before the passion fizzled down, you know? Now, if you are guys are in a relationship, and it's like, there should be a five-to-one ratio. Like, there should be out of every, um, you know, one negative thing, outcome that comes up, or oh, you have a bad day, or, 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 or the kids are acting up, or you're late on paying the bills, or the mor- the mortgage is overdue, whatever it is, whatever it is, if you guys could come up with one negative, it should be a five to one ratio. I should be able to come up with five positives out of anything negative you guys going to go, especially if you guys are trying to be cordial, especially if you guys are setting an example for your kids. We, listen if you guys got kids whether you guys want to hear it or not the kids are sponges they're going to absorb everything and they feel energy you guys can lie to your kids if you want I tried a lot to my son yeah I'm good and he's like no dad what's wrong with you I got the smile on my face a, i thought I was a pretty good actor not good enough because apparently dark kids that know their parents Sometimes better than the parents know themselves, the kids are also gonna feel that as well. So I'm gonna give you guys five tips as far as how to get out of the roommate zone. If you guys have been in a relationship where it turned from your soulmate to now you're just roommates, I'm gonna give you guys five tips for this. And it doesn't even have to be just from roommates. It could just be in a relationship that you guys are in. Even a friendship that you guys are in. You know, I'm gonna give you guys five tips. These five tips are actually from a relationship counselor. Her name is Robin May. And she goes, five tips, it goes like this. Number one is intentionally engage. If we already know that the way you get into a roommate zone is by unintentional neglect, then the way you get out of that zone is by intentionally engaging with the person. Now, what do we mean by that? Call them. Hit them up. Engage with them. You in the house. You're in the living room. She's in the kitchen. Bro, go to the kitchen, see if she needs help. You don't need no help Then talk to her. Talk about her day. I don't care how long your day was. Intentionally engage with your partner. That's number one. Number two, you have to become a safe zone. You have to become a safe zone, and what I mean by this is that, like I was saying pre, um, pre, um, prior, we all go through our tribulations, drama, neglect. We all go through our troubles, we all go through problems, we all go through negativity, we all go through trauma, we all go through so much things in our lives that is overbearing, and when we go home, shouldn't our home be the safe zone? You feel me? Like if I'm gonna if, if I'm the man and I'm going through a, a, a hard day, a bad day, and, and I just can't even take it anymore. Don't y'all feel like my mentality should be like, damn, I can't wait till I get home? I can't wait till I get home and be comforted, you know, and talk to somebody that can understand about my day and not be judged and not be criticized as well. This is what I mean as far. You have to become the safe zone for your partner before i get to number three what if you never were in love then you should the breakup should be easy uh and they remember things he already knows you and he felt the energy from you definitely definitely yo what's good wolf thanks for tuning in i I appreciate that it's never good to get comfortable you don't reach new goals by being comfortable you definitely don't um love thank you for that um um, comment. You definitely don't reach new goals by being comfortable because when you're comfortable, there is no room for growth. Um, you really grow from an uncomfortable state. We'll talk about that later on as well. Um, tip number three to how to get out from a roommate zone. It goes like this. You have to be the president of their fan club. <sighs> the president of their fan club. You are the president. There should be nobody applauding your partner louder and harder than you. There should be nobody bigging up, encouraging, supporting your partner more than you. You are the president of her or his fan club. Don't forget that. They're looking for you. They chose you. You're supposed to be the shoulder for them to lean on. That's tip number three. Become the president of their fan club. Number four. You have to consider your partner. Consider your partner. Now, what do I mean about considering your partner? Considering doesn't mean you have to ask your partner for permission for what it is that you're doing. No, that's not what I'm talking about as far as considering. What I mean about considering is like, let's say... I'll use myself an example. So I can have my shows and I have my certain set schedule. Now, if I'm, you know, I'm single now, but let's say I have a, a living girlfriend or I am married and I do have a wife. Now, I get called for a show or an event or something like that. And I'm considering my partner's schedule as well because she's busy. You know, she's always doing something. So by considering my partner, I will be like this. Hey, ma, I just got a call. They want me to come here. They said by 7 o'clock. Are you okay with that? Or is there something that you wanted to do? Or uh, do we have something planned already? Consider their your partner's feelings. That's what I mean as far as consideration. Before I get to number five, because you guys are going to love number five, especially the fellas. You know what? Females are going to like number five, number more. Um, Wolf, facts, are part of the best friend program I go by? Play your role and love it. Yeah, Wolf, but I was also talking about before as far as it's, it's nothing wrong with being friends with the person. As matter of fact, you should be friends with your partner, right? You should be trusting them, confronting them, and things like that, and open up to them and be vulnerable with them. That's cool. There's nothing wrong with being friends with your partner, but there is something extremely wrong if that's all you guys are. If that's all you guys are. And that's exactly what we're talking about now as far as being inside the roommate zone. You for me? When y'all went from soulmates, oh my God, it was so great in the beginning. And now it's like you used to be able to chill out for three hours. It's only been 30 minutes and you're already thinking about what you're going to do when she leaves you understand what I'm talking about that? Now, number five, number five, Well, always playing ahead. Don't leave your partner wondering. It's just going to cause tension. You're absolutely right. It's definitely going to cause a lot of tension, and that's why I'm using the word just to consider. I'm not over here talking about, oh, you got to ask for permission. I'm not over here talking about, like, you got to treat them like they're still your parents, like there's some rules or protocol or nothing. I'm just talking about consider your partner's feeling because at the end of the day, no matter how selfish we want to be, we decided to share our life and build our future with somebody, and that somebody is important to us, and we have to show it to them. The thing is, is that nowadays, if you don't show it, it never happened. We live in a world of instant gratification. On um, people's perception, if if you're not posting it, you're not doing it. Now we're talking a little bit about social media, like you know, I'm, I, I write music every day, just ask my peoples, but I'm not posting it. So now, so some people, it's like, oh, he gave up on music, because he's just doing shows now. I'm okay with that. Because they don't know me. I only care about the, my inner circle, the people who actually do know me. The, you know, like the, their criticism, their feedback, their opinions of like wh- whatever it is that we're talking about, however they want to judge, that that's okay. They probably have more of a right than people that don't even know me. Number five, number five tips on how to get yourself out of the roommate zone. And it goes like this. You got to have sex. <laughs> I'm sorry I said that a little loud, but you have to have sex. Clearly, sex is important in a relationship. Now, for me, we all have a triangle as far as what are the the three key points for a healthy relationship for yourself. There is no wrong answer to that. Mine is always trust, trust, love, and sex. Sex is a key element because sex is the connection. You feel me? That's how y'all intertwine your lives together. That's how y'all share the same energy together. That's how y'all keep growing together. You guys have to have sex. Period. I know y'all all agree with that one. Now, sex. Sex is not the time for you to be out here talking about, hey, did you pay the light bill? Why y'all having sex? Sex is not the time for y'all over here, for you, for my killers, for you to be thinking about, did, did you, did I take the trash, bro, did I take the trash out? Really? That Really? <laughs> if you're going to have sex with somebody, and I'm just talking about sex, I'm not going to be over here talking about um effing and, and making love and Listen, we're talking about serious stuff, stuff here. We're not talking about no F-boy, nothing like that. We're talking about when you're with somebody, if you're a married couple, if you have a significant other, if you're you're with somebody that you're trying to build. That's what we're talking about. So when you're having sex with that person, sex is supposed to be raw. Sex is supposed to be um, emotions. Uh, sex is, is an instinct. It's a natural instinct within us. Let the real wide side loose. Sex is not the time for you to be asking, shorty. What's your favorite position? No, my killer, you a man. Put her in that position. That's how she's going to know that you're going to like her. And the way you're going to know if she likes it, it's by the arc on her back. <laughs> Let's be honest about that. Now, to segue as far as why it's okay to be selfish. I want to segue into this topic by asking the question that I came up with this, this morning. Um, that I put on, on, on live and all of that. And I had so much feedback from that. And I'm only going to touch on it a little bit, but I'm going to prepare for that, and me and Keith will come back on um, first week of May, and we're going to talk about that. As far as when you're trying to break up with somebody, and something's always popping up, something's always happening, like, and I'm going to use a, a specific example. You wanted to break up with them. The same day you decided to break up with them, all of a sudden, they have a deaf and their family. What do you do? Do you put your life on hold, or do you continue moving forward with your decision? That's what we're going to talk about now. I love the Lachis. Yes, y'all talk that talk. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sex is important in every relationship. It, it just is. It just is. And I feel, like, I feel like we're taking sex because society has deemed it to be vulgar. But sex is actually natural and it's a part of life. Sex is actually beautiful. We're the one that have deemed it to be vulgar because of how crazy it is nowadays let's be honest about that um chris thanks for commenting i appreciate you tuning in this is coming from a guy who has been married 17 years and is in her 20 years before we move forward with anything we moved in together seeing each other at our lows and highs mm, i like that we've seen each other's value this showed us both that what we had was worth moving forward amen thank you for that comment i definitely appreciate that um especially coming from a, a married man's perspective so, to segue into this, as far as what would you guys do, would you guys really put your life on hold? Or would you consider them and be like, you know what? They're going through a rough time. Let me stick around for that. I want to I know what you guys really think about that. Because there is no right and there is no wrong answer. Do whatever it is that you feel it's right for you. Period. If you want to dip, no matter what happened, or she just lost her her father not my problem you want to dip bro just, just, just dip at the end of the day you got to do what you got to do because you had your own reasons whatever it is do I think it's my stuff who cares what I think it's not my life it's yours do what you got to do now I'm going to talk from my own personal experience now this has actually happened to me now without mentioning any names I was with somebody for three years now, I wanted to break up with them after the second year, right? So after the second year, something happened. And no, it wasn't a holiday or something like that. It was something happened within her family that was that. Was that. It was a it, it was a disaster, you can say. But it brought the family together, and she was at a really low point. And I decided to, like, you know what? This is not the right time for me to break up with her, you know? I I, I still love the girl. I still care for her. You know, we've been together for two years, you know? I'm, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna be that support system that she that she deserves. Really. Then the whole year goes by. The time never came. The time never came. So then after the after that whole year, now we've been together for three years. You know, and now I'm decided like you know what? I can't. I can't keep going through this anymore. I need to break up with this person. I'm not happy. We're just drifting farther apart, farther apart. Nothing against her, nothing against me. It's just the way life works, you know? We just drifted apart from each other. But after that lesson that I learned after wasting a whole year and not taking advantage of the time of the decision that my heart already made, now it's the time for my mind my to start making the decisions. And my mind was like, yo, Stitch, you're going to waste another year of your life? You're going to put your life on hold for another year? For what? Are they your kids? Are they your parents? You have attachments? No, no, no. So, what's really good with you? You feel me? So, something else happened. After the third year, I wanted to break up again. Something else happened. And that's when I was like, you know what? I I can't do this anymore. So I just did. I just did. Did I feel bad during that moment after I left? Of course I did. I I really felt bad. I definitely did. You know, because you, you care for this person. You don't want to just leave them out and out and just dry like that. Of course not. You want to be there for this person. But you have to be a little selfish and take care of yourself first. And then after everything happened, I feel good about myself. You know, I actually feel good about the decision that I made, which is, nah. It was the best thing that happened for me because only Lord knows how long I would have been still stuck in there. And look where I'm at now. And I'm not saying I'm where I want to be. But Lord knows I'm on the right track, and thank God I'm a lot closer than I've ever been in my whole life. Thank you, guys, and thank you all for supporting um, us as well. Now, but it's okay to be selfish. It's okay to put yourself first. You have to put yourself first. You have to value yourself, and you also have to value your time. I said this on the podcast that I was on on Sunday, and I was like, what's the difference between self-worth and self-value? Self-value is really the perception from people's perspective on you. It's more outward, self-value. Self-worth, it's more inward. It's what you really feel about yourself. What price tag did you put on yourself? How much do you think you are worth? That's the difference between self-value and self-worth, and both of them are important. And it's okay to be selfish because, listen, I understand why it's so hard for us to be selfish. And I don't mean selfish as in the selfish as far as you only think about yourself. I'm not talking about the selfish as you only care about yourself. I'm not talking about the selfish where it's only about you. That's not the selfish I'm talking about. That's not the spectrum where I'm at. I'm a little lower than that. I'm talking about healthy selfishness. Yes, there is such a thing. And that's what we're talking about now. Like, listen, and I understand that a lot of us, we have good hearts. A lot of us, we want to be there for other people. A lot of us, we like to open our hearts, open our minds, open our ears, open our arms for other people. We, We like that. It makes us feel good inside when somebody's always there. But we have to keep in mind that not everybody wants advice from you. Some of them, all they want is just attention. And you have to be able to distinguish the differences between both on um, both of them. Not everybody just wants advice. Some people, they just like the attention that you give them. Oh, he or she, they're always there for me. Let me just unload whatever I have. Have you ever talked to somebody for so long, and you're like, you're still having the same conversation with this person? It's like you're still repeating yourself. You're still saying the same thing. And it's like this person just doesn't listen. They just keep coming back and keep coming back. Well, that's a good sign that tells you if they actually need that advice or is it that they just want attention. And if they want attention, then guess what? They're toxic. And at the end of the day, we have to avoid everybody that's toxic in our life. And by everybody, yeah, I also mean family too. Keeping it brutally honest, some of your family members are probably the most toxic to you than most of your friends really are. Let's keep it brutally honest about that. Now, it's good because we have a good heart and we want to be there for others, but how do we distinguish them? Okay, we already spoken about when it's they just want attention and they don't really even listen to the advice. They, 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 they're just bored. They just want to chill or do something, right? Like, waste your time. That's what I mean as far as you have to value your time. When you Another thing, another sign is like, When it starts draining your own energy, when you're giving advice and you're giving opinion and you're giving feedback and you're helping them out and it's costing you more than what it is given to them. It's really draining your energy, which is like you're having a, a, a rough day, you're having a hard time, we all got issues. We all got responsibilities we have to tend to. I'm dealing with my stuff too. But wait a minute. I have such a good heart. Let me put my problems to the side. Go ahead. Just give me. No, no. I I, I have space. Oh, you got issues too? Come, come. No, no. We, we we, got them. We got them. And then all of a sudden, we got our hands full. And, and our issues, we we put them on the floor. and We didn't even notice it. How are you going to help somebody? When you can't even help yourself. That's number one. How can you give something to somebody that you don't already have? This is what I talk about. You need to take care of yourself first. You need to put yourself first. A lot of people believe because meditation. Meditation is a selfish act. You know, selfish act. Selfishness, you're just considering yourself, right? Okay, meditation is uh, so what we call the Dalai Lama and, and, and the monks selfish when all they do is, is spread positivity and help others. I don't think none of us would, but how did they get there? Because they had to be selfish as far as meditation. They had to spend their own time for themselves. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yes, I want to help you out. Yes, I want to look out for you too. Can you give me a minute? Can you give me a day? Can you give me a month? Now right now. I'll hit you back up. That's what I talk about it's okay for you to be selfish. That's what I'm talking about. It's okay for you to put yourself first. And that's what I mean. Um, let's see what well, we got with the comments. I spoke for enough. I want to respond to this comments before I continue going on. Thank you all for um for commenting too, Um, yes, being selfish at times can lead to having room to produce better results for others, especially your partners. Yeah, you're selfish. You know what? Let me take my time, so I can go on Google, I could go on YouTube, I could go on on Wikipedia, I could um listen to audio books, I can do my own research. Let me meditate. Let me take care of myself. Let me put myself in a good position. Let me align my energy first. Let me let me do that first before. I can help other people. So that's what I mean as far as it's okay for you to be selfish. At the end of the day, if any one of you guys want to really succeed, you guys have to be selfish. And I'm not talking about the selfish, y'all already know which selfish I'm talking about. You have to be selfish. You have to put yourself first. You have to put in the time for yourself. You have to put in the time for your own dreams. You have to clock in you have to clock out you decide when you want to take your lunch break you decide when you want to quit you decide when you want to start the decision is yours it is okay to be selfish because if you're not you're gonna have so much regret within yourself and what do we most of us do we're gonna start blaming other people for it well if you ain't come to me because you needed to pay your bills because if you ain't come to me because you had your issue maybe i would have done what i had to do for myself That's a victim mentality. You're just blaming yourself. Because at the end of the day, ain't nobody forcing you. You have the power to choose. Whatever you choose, own up to it. Listen, if this is the type of person that you've always been, and you've always been good hearted, and you love to give advice and opinion and feedback to people, and that's what you really love, more power to you. But if you've been doing this and today you feel drained, if you've been doing this and today you have regrets, if you've been doing this and today you're blaming Other people of why you're not where you're at, then clearly you should look back on yourself, be more self-aware, criticize yourself, be brutally honest with yourself and understand that maybe you're the one at fault instead. Okay, um, Nina, right, because most people just want to hear what they want, not really hear what you're trying to say. Amen to that. You're absolutely right. Were you ever try to give um, somebody ever ask you for advice, and you actually give them to that advice, and it's not the advice they want All of a sudden, you don't even know what you're talking about. I completely understand where you're coming with that the rare times we agree with each other rare times ain't that rare ain't that rare. it's like one percent girl but don't be afraid to be selfish and teach your significant other to be the same way so that one or the other isn't looking for dependency outside of themselves amen to that and i'm glad that you mentioned looking for dependency on someone else and that's what we mean about being selfish Depend on yourself first rely on yourself first. No guys. We all know this. It's redundant It starts within it starts with yourself no matter what um Sometimes being selfish is probably the most selfless thing that you can do you feel me like for an example Why I cut some of my friends off oh, I'm not gonna say cut them off, but why I'm not chilling with a lot of my friends like that anymore Why I'm not going out like that anymore it's because of what I want for myself and what I want, who I want to be tomorrow. You feel me? I want to be somebody. I have a vision of who I already am, and it's only going to take time for the universe to give me back the energy and turn it back into reality. That's how the law of attraction works. I already believe it, I already see it. More importantly, I already feel like I already have it. If I already know that, then I'm going to have to put in the work. I have to keep on working. I can't just be comfortable where I'm at now. No, you have to keep on doing what you got to do. But by you doing what you got to do, you're not going to have that much time for other people. You understand what I'm saying? And the other people that don't understand that, then maybe they never knew you who you was in the first place. Because people that are really down for you, really raw for you, like like the people that are close to me, and I'm only speaking for myself, and I hope you guys can relate to this as well. I have a lot of good, I'm not going to say a lot, but I have solid friends. And these solid friends, I don't even talk to every single day. And sometimes if we don't even talk for the whole year, we don't even miss a step. Because they understand that I'm doing me. And it works both ways too, right? I understand that they're doing them too. Why I don't call them? Because they don't call me. It, th- that's petty. That's petty. We're all grown. We're not 18 years old and we just got our first phone call and we're just trying to peep, bleep, bleep bleep the, 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 the next time. I'll probably show my real age with that. <laughs> we all love that. Now, as far as being selfish, when you're not selfish, this is what happens. You put your life on hold, right? We've spoken about that. Um, you put your life on pause. You detain yourself. When you're not selfish, when you're not focused, when you're not on track, if you're not on track, then, then if you're not on it, you're off it. If you're not off the track, you're standing by it, but you're not on track, right? So what happens? You stop moving forward. And in life, there is no reverse gear. And that's actually something that Keith is actually going to be talking about next week, which is there is no reverse gear. Matter of fact, there's not even a neutral. you get in this rod and it's only drive, period. He yeah, has a cool analogy too. I know you guys heard the story about... Um, so Q Ben went to Miami, had a tiger mansion. I'm going to let Q let you guys know about that analogy. Um, another thing I want to say is this. Um, you know, my mom hit me up three days ago, and my mom was talking to me. One of the things that my mom ended that conversation with was, was shocking. It was definitely shocking to me. And the main reason why I'm telling you guys that is because I want to be personal and I also want to spread this message to you guys as well. I also want to pay it forward. So after the conversation, my mother tells me, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to be here. I just want to say that if I ever neglected you, if I ever disrespected you, if I ever hurt you, if I ever made you feel a, a certain way, if I ever offended you, I just want to say that I'm sorry. And it was never my intentions. All I ever wanted to do is is wish the best for you. I always wanted to see the best. I always wanted you to be better. I hope you can understand me. And I hope that you can forgive me. And just know that I also forgive you too. And I told my mom, Mom, I I, I forgive you already, Mommy. We're, we're, We're good, you know. And she told me that. And that just stayed on my mind. And that's why I posted it on Facebook. So it could remind me. And I want to tell you guys something now, like if I ever disrespected you guys, if I ever offended you guys, if I ever made you feel a certain way and things like that, just know that those were never my intentions. I do have an unorthodox way of speaking, of spreading my own message because at the end of the day, I have to be me and only I can change that. And I love the way that I am now. I love the way that I talk. I love the way that I'm brutally honest. I'm blunt. I don't sugarcoat anything. No hair on my tongue. And I'm just going to let you know exactly how it is. But I do understand that some people can't take that because of the the timing might be off, um, insecurities are still not checked, and they pretty start um, still sensitive to that situation. So I just want to take this time to to apologize, like as a man looking you in the eye or at the lens right now. You know, like I, I apologize, you guys, and and I also forgive you guys too. Let's start off with that. Uh, let me read some of the comments before I end the show. Um, love Bella, you be the energy you want to be around. Be love from within, amen. Eventually, it's going to get them curious and bring them to realization, well, yeah, eventually. But I really don't care because at the end of the day, I'ma do me regardless. Now whether you notice or you didn't notice, that's on you. I'm on drive, girl. Remember, ain't no neutral reverse over here. I'm moving forward. Tunnel vision. Um, Jaylene, whatever phones work both, whatever phones work both ways exactly you know Oh, they ain't call me well you you ain't call the mother you're absolutely right about that um trust yourself first yes but don't be afraid to be self-existing okay yes awesome uh, i would like to thank you guys all for tuning in this is another great episode of brutally honest we got the podcast on anchor we are on youtube we're exclusively on facebook live next week um keith will be doing his own Charlo show he's going to be talking about some things about inspiration I'm going to be in the back scenes, probably throwing a couple of monkey, monkey wrenches in there. I'm pretty sure he's prepared for that too. Two weeks from now, um, Brutal True, he has his own topics. I know them, but I'm going to have Keith mention those next week. And after that, we got your girl, Love Bella. Um, Yeah, she's something else. I can't wait for that one. I love you guys all. Thank y'all for tuning in. It's your boy Stitches NBC. Much love and God bless.